Hey everyone, Keith here. Uh, we recorded this episode a couple of months ago, and then we ran into a couple of snags along the way, and then the whole global pandemic thing started. So uh, it took us a little bit to get it out, but here it is. I just wanted to make one quick mention. Uh, there is an additional nominee that wasn't covered. Uh, it actually came in in time, but I missed it. Um, Fei Ray, the uh, female lead of the classic King Kong, is actually also on our list. It's going to give us an odd number of nominees, but we'll probably wind up just tacking her on the last face-to-face. will be a face-to-face-to-face. So yeah, that's uh, that's where we're sitting. Thank you for your patience to my co-hosts, uh, panel members, and uh, thanks very much to those who emailed us and said, uh, where the heck is the next episode? So thanks very much. I hope everyone's happy and healthy and safe, and uh, enjoy the show. Episode 4. I'm Christine. My name is Keith. And this is your favorite Canadian, a podcast about your favorite Canadians. This and, season, yes. we're talking specifically about actors. Actors. Your favorite Canadian actor. And we now have closed our nominations and we have our full list of 46 deserving Canadian actors. Thank you so much to everyone who submitted nominees. Absolutely. And voted too, but we'll talk about the voting in a bit. It's awesome. 46 Canadian actors. I was hoping for a, a slam dunk 50 there, but, you know, 46 is pretty impressive. And there are still people that are not on these lists. Okay, could we? On this list, sorry. Could we? Yes. Fill those remaining four spots at the end of tonight with the panelists that we have at the table today. Is that okay with the panelists? Totally. So if you hear, yes. as, as we reveal the rest of the nominees, if you happen to think of anyone that you know should definitely be on that list, throw them in. Sounds okay? good. All right, we'll return to that at the end. Certainly so. Now this is episode four, and we've uh, brought together the whole panel tonight, minus Melanie, who had a prior commitment. So welcome back, Mark. Thank you for having me. And Heather. Hello. And a man who frequently solves mysteries in his spare time, Dan. Ahoy, hoy. And Matt. Hey. Welcome, guys. Welcome back. So tonight, I wanted to, I'm wondering from you guys, uh, has... How has this podcast affected your lives? No. <laughs> it hasn't gotten me laid yet. <laughs> me either. All the work I'm putting. Hang on a second. Me either. See, I don't, don't know what you guys are doing. Now. <laughs> uh, you were very sweet about Ryan Reynolds. So, <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, uh, over the past couple months, uh, we've talked a lot about Canadian actors, Canadian film and cinema. Um, has there been anything that stood out to any of you guys about the maybe the quality, the quantity of Canadian actors and performers that are out there? Just even in your research, picking your own nominees. No. <laughs> I would say equally surprising is the number of people I found out were not Canadian. That you, that you yeah. thought were? Yes. Oh. We actually did get a nomination for John Corbett. 
um, who appeared on uh, Sex and the City as Aiden, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. and uh, and and um, was some sort of a woodsman. Yes, yes, I believe so. And Greek wedding, and uh, also dating uh, Bo Derek. Oh, it's been for several years. That's correct. There's yes. quite a May December thing going there is on there. Yeah. John Corbett is not Canadian. You're not um, Canadian. No, he's no. been here a lot. Um, <laughs> he, he, he's even done uh, one film anyway in Nova Scotia. But no, I appreciate the nomination. But uh, even the name John Corbett sounds like uh, a guy that would run a shoe store down the street or something. <laughs> but no, he is not one of us by any stretch of the uh, qualifications and uh, eligibility. So. Uh, yeah, thank you, Mr. Corbett. <laughs> thank you for the nomination, but it is not accepted. Uh, and I have not had to say that. I thought at some point that would come up, but uh, the only one was. So, John Corbett, you do have a fan out there who uh, likes you so much, they want you to win this one. So I was more of a big guy anyway. It's a Sex and the City joke. You guys oh, oh, yes. Yeah, oh, sorry. I was thinking. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, I gotcha. was thinking Tom Hanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's where my mind went yeah, as well. No, yes. Well, interesting segue. Shall we now go into the new nominations? I, I do have what I think oh, to sure say. Then. I want to see if anyone else is doing this. I now, when I watch things, <laughs> like an idiot, I'm trying to find popular characters that are Canadians in, like, like Riker is a Canadian. Yeah. And the Wolverine's yeah. Canadian. Wolverine's Riker's a Canadian? And I'm trying. Oh, Riker's from Calgary, Alberta, actually. Really? Okay. I didn't realize like, that. I thought character? he was Alaskan. Like, the character Riker is oh, actually a Canadian. And now better. I'm like, you mean, you I'm like William obsessed Riker? with. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because there's this one one scene where they're in ten forward, and there's this like ensign trying to big Star Trek nerd if you haven't figured that out, mm-hmm. uh, and they're trying to like you know suck up to Riker, and he goes, "Well, he's a he's a Canadian, he's from Calgary, and he plays the trombone, and like that was, and then it's just like dropped <laughs> randomly, and I think the Wolverine is also from Alberta. Wolverine yes. is Canadian. Yeah, he's Canadian. Uh, uh, point of order uh, panel. Uh, Will Riker is from Alaska. He oh. is an American man. <gasps> No. Yes. Uh, what? I promise. I really promise. Somebody get a smartphone. Oh. Well, uh, while you're looking that up, like the character William Riker is from Alaska. I remember. Um, there's a there's a Canadian on Star Trek. I know there is. Anyway, maybe I'm mixing up Riker with another guy. <laughs> so I, I do remember. On what? The... No, you know what? It's Worf. Sorry. Worf is from Medicine Hat. He's, 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 from, he's quite Russian, I believe. Roshenko. Alexander Roshenko. Yeah, Roshenko. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Canadian characters, I was just thinking, uh, what's his name? Uh, this is obs- somewhat obscure, but on Ellen, uh, Ellen's old sitcom, Joe. Oh, yes. Joe, the... Uh, he did grow up in Alaska. He grew up in Alaska. Okay, not Joe. Joe was no. Canadian. <laughs> right he ran the coffee bar, I think, on Ellen. Yeah, yeah. and like, yeah. there were immigration lawyers around the office yes, one time. I remember that. Yeah. And then he was like really paranoid, and he was like going overboard. He had like American flags all over his store, and then, for sure, yeah. And then uh, she was, he's like, "How's it going?" He's like, "Oh, not too bad, eh?" He's like, "Oh, damn it, oh, no, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> my accent." There's also but, on the new One Day at a Time, which is. Kind of a terrible show, but kind of not terrible. Mm-hmm. It's both. There is a character on that who is Canadian, okay. and they're always. And I think he also does not have citizenship, and he's always hiding, and they're always making fun of him. Mm-hmm. Oh, Canadian. They they did the same thing with uh, How I Met Your Mother. One of the lead actors Robin. in that is a Canadian, mm-hmm. and they wrote it into the show. Oh, okay. And they were always there was always like this running gag hmm. about her being a Canadian, not just a Canadian, but a Canadian pop star. Oh, an Alanis Morissette parody. Oh, really? Oh, nice. <laughs> what? Oh, I didn't see. What that. show is this? How I met your How mother? I met your mother. How I met your mother. Yeah. Mm. So we have uh, 
some new nominations. We have a bunch of them. We have 12 new nominations. 12 new ones, yes. Some very familiar names, some perhaps not so familiar. But uh, shall we uh, Shall we begin? This is our last batch of new nominations, except for our impromptu four that are going to be dropped at the end of the episode. Number one, we were waiting for it, Jim Carrey. Thoughts? Of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course. Deserving, perhaps. I mean, I know Heather and I both openly said on episode one we weren't fans that being said there is some good work i mean there are certain yeah he's done some interesting stuff yeah yeah Yeah. you know my my little brother was such a big fan of jim carrey growing up that i kind of rejected all of his movies on (laughs) that basis yeah Yeah. i think for me a lot of what i liked about jim carrey was not the stuff that everyone liked about jim carrey like i didn't like the ace venturas no me neither i enjoyed mask though or the mask 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 was was good yeah he was was good in man on the moon oh yeah 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 Yeah, he does a fair bit of Good serious work later on, but like yeah. his early stuff within Living Color, oh yeah, actually is, is exceptional. Mm. The bodybuilder Vera, that he was the body female bodybuilder, that was hilarious. Yes. Probably would never air on television now. A little dated. Neither would the ending of Ace Ventura. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. conveniently forgotten. <laughs> Adored in Living Color though, and apparently yeah. they're coming back with a reunion movie or something. Yeah, that's the, in the works. Okay, yeah. fantastic. It was. Uh, t- I believe the the weigh-ins got it up and running, and it sort of got wrenched away from them by the studio. Uh. They've been trying to sort out some legal issues, and uh, it's it is on its way back if everything works out. Cool. Yeah, be interested to see that. Any other thoughts on uh, old JC? I think Dumb and Dumber is one of my favorite comedies ever okay, yeah. as part of that. And I have a friend who teaches a writing class at AFCOOP, and he uses that movie as an example of a, of almost a perfect three-act script. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and some of the stuff is just so funny. I love yeah. that movie. Yeah. It's, it's, he can be a lot. Like, it's a lot of physical comedy, and, and sometimes maybe it's a little overbearing for certain tastes, but mm-hmm. if you're in the right mood... I want the right folks. I think that's the thing. Time. If it's it's a style yeah. that you either like it or you don't. Like right? Jerry Lewis. Right? Like yeah. it's a very slapstick style of comedy that it's either your taste or not. Yeah, yeah. but he's exceptional at it. He is. Yeah. I will give him that. Yeah, okay. We'll give him that. Yeah. Number two, Mike Myers. Yeah. Of course. It's probably taken longer. Yeah, we were waiting expected. for that one, though. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Number three, I was pleasantly surprised to see the name Will Arnett. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting! Yeah, right, I did not I kind realize of he was Canadian. He's Canadian, yeah. yeah. yeah Joe Bluth and many oh, other things. Mm-hmm. Number four, I'm looking at you, Dan. Bruno Gerusi from <laughs> Beachcombers. Oh, love it! Yeah. Yes, yeah. awesome, absolutely. As I That's had great. to shamefully admit a couple of weeks ago, I I don't know beachcombers me neither you're not oh, alone it's i mean i know relieved. of it i just don't remember yeah, watching it i don't remember watching now, it. now now matt and dan and i are slightly older than the rest of you and we were probably the tail end of the beachcombers generation if mm. i may indeed i agree may coin a i'm aware phrase. of it but uh you know i if you were if you asked me what my favorite beachcombers episode was <laughs> we'd we'd have a talk <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I can answer that question for you. Right. <laughs> Shall we save it to the presentation, or would you like to do it now? Uh, well, I don't have time to go through them all, but the wrestling one is hilarious. <laughs> Nick has a builds a wrestling ring for some reason. I don't know why. Off of the Persephone, and all these, they just have a wrestling tournament. 
<laughs> makes no sense. But it, what does make sense is it was on for 27 years or yeah. whatever the hell it was. It was on that long. Yeah, yeah, it was on wow. that long. Longest long running Canadian show that's not a soap opera, yeah, I think. Scripted wow. non-soap opera. Yeah, it was, and it was, it had its huge following. And, and still to this day, there are diehard people that pilgrimage to Molly's Reach. And oh yeah, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, number five, Kim Cattrall. Oh, solid hey. choice. Okay. Another Sex in the City reference tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's what made I, me think to move Another on. Star Trek cut, no less. As, yes, that's <gasps> correct. Oh. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I, don't, I don't know who this trouble, is. Big Trouble in Little China, I believe. Mm-hmm. Was she sure. also in Bonfire of the Vanities? Was she in that? Was she the female? I don't remember. Um, Kim Cattrall is best known as Samantha from Sex in the City, the blonde... Which, which Star Trek character did she play? Oh, she help. was... Uh, she was okay. There was Savick. There were two Savicks, right? Chris, uh, Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Yes, uh, she was not the second Savick, uh, but I do forget her character's name. She, she was, was just a movie role. She was not in a yeah. series or anything. She was well, just uh, a supporting actor in one of the uh, in one of the films. Um, I believe she's a fairly established stage actress as well. She is. Yes. She does quite a lot of stage work. She was the original Janet in Rocky Horror in the Canadian production. Ooh. Yeah. With uh, Brent Carver playing Frankenfurter. I thought you were going to say she was the original Janet on the off-Broadway production of Three's Company. <laughs> <laughs> Make it happen. <laughs> Although she'd be more the Mrs. Roper. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Yeah. She could still play. Well, she would never play Janet, I don't think. She'd be more No, of a, she'd be more of a Chrissy. Chrissy. And that's so beneath her, so let's yeah. say. Well, the off-Broadway production Rock. was much darker than the TV show. <laughs> Come and knock on the door. As adapted by David Mamish. <laughs> I would see that. I would really would see that. Um, another one I'm looking at, Dan, I'm looking in your direction for this one. I know this was on uh, your long short list. Oh, Lor- one of my Lor- five. One of your six or seven, actually. I think this one. <laughs> Lauren Green. Yeah. All right. Uh, ben Cartwright on Bonanza. Mm-hmm. Original Battlestar as well. Adama. Collector. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Lauren Green's New Wilderness, which was not acting, but he was the perfect voice for narrating. And was he not also uh, Corinthian Leather? Did he do that ad? Remember the car ad? What? And Absolutely was, sounds like something he would have done. And he, and he, made, he made up, like they were doing a car ad, and it was on the, the, the CBC radio show Under the Influence, when people like make up things that don't really exist, you know, to sell things. And he was like ah, doing an ad for a Buick. It was made with fresh, new Corinthian Leather. This sounds very familiar. Oh. Yeah, pretty sure. It's ringing bells. It tickles that nostalgic uh, ball. Yeah. uh, (laughs) uh, Uh, Interestingly enough, the the Lorne Green voiceovers uh, were not only uh, important to my nostalgic development, but also uh, one of my favorite bands is called Boards of Canada. And uh, what they do is they take snippets of uh, old, like uh, Leslie Nielsen and Lorne Green uh, voiceovers, and they put it to their spooky electronic music. It's quite fascinating. That's cool. We'll need a new theme song and perhaps uh, we can <laughs> sample from their samples. <laughs> the next one, Matthew Perry. I, from Friends, from Matthew Friends. Perry? He's from Canadian? Matthew, yes. Well, he was born in Boston, grew up here uh, in Canada. Do you know what the best part about uh, Matthew Perry is? No. 
his stepfather is none other than Keith Morrison. Yes, that's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. The Dateline. The Dateline. The guy. best presenter oh, of all time. Kill <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember his early stuff from uh, Growing Pains was an early Matthew Perry. Did he play Carol's boyfriend or something like that? <laughs> he was not Boner. We went through this on another episode. <laughs> Growing Pains had a couple of uh, like child actors kind of going through the door there. I yeah. think Leonardo DiCaprio oh, was like the yeah. homeless kid they adopted For or something. Year, yeah. And then, yeah. yeah, there was a lot of like, like yeah, what was the character's name? Who? Um, Matthew Perry's? Yeah, no, the um, the daughter in Growing Pains. Carol. Carol, right, yeah. She had a couple of different boyfriends. And... Yeah. yeah. And Alan Thicke, of course, a Canadian who did not make our nomination list. Not yet, anyway. Yes. Not yet. Still time. We're actually talking. I was talking to someone about the Alan Thicke Wolko ads the other day. Um, if if you're my, I'll put one on the uh, on the the Facebook. Number eight. Number eight is one of my sentimental favorites. Canadian actors, tremendous Canadian actor, Calm Fiore. Ooh. Ringing any bells? Yep. Good cop. Bon, am I saying that right? Good cop. Bon cop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, good cop, bond cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played Trudeau, <laughs> mm-hmm. the villain in Stephen King's Storm of the Century, and an excellent one at that. Yeah, Linoge comes what, to town. What was the name? Uh, Linoge. Linoge. Yeah, he uh, he was born in Boston, but has grown up here and speaks both languages. And uh, yeah, his his Trudeau was as good as anyone. His Trudeau was good. Yeah. Factoid: My sister in Newfoundland worked at a restaurant was owned by his stepmother. Weird. You have the weirdest connections. That's true. Yeah. And my uncle burnt that restaurant down. <laughs> <laughs> he said over easy, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Our next nominee is a silent legend, Norma Shearer. Oh. Um... How do I put? No, I'm trying to think. Is that your imitation of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> um, <laughs> for you Shakespeare fans, the best way to describe Norma Shearer as compared to Mary Pickford is if you think of Mary Pickford as like Juliet, Norma Shearer was like Beatrice from Much Ado About Nothing. Hmm. A little bit of spunk, a little bit of it's a fight back, you know. Veronica to the Betty. Yeah, Veronica to the Betty. Yeah, a great one. Thank you. Um, For the non-Shakespeare readers. That's that's right, yeah. For the Archie. The the Riverdale bard. Um, The bard of Riverdale. Next up is from the same period. Uh, Probably Hollywood's first really big female character actor um, was uh, Marie Dressler. Um, who is now actually our oldest nominee. She was born in 1869, and she actually passed away in the 30s. Wow. Um, Tugboat Annie was the one that people often refer to her. She was a, a bigger lady. She hmm. did not meet the the beauty standards by, uh, by Hollywood standards. But uh, she was one of the first silent stars I've ever seen um, when I was a kid, and she's just... Uh, Tremendous and, and, and plays roles that no one else could have or would have played at the time. Um, Oscar winner as well. We actually get there. There's a 
we have a streak. Uh, well, we don't. We weren't alive, and we're not them. <laughs> but the first in the Oscars, there's a three-year streak where a Canadian actress or female actor won the Oscar, and it's Norma Shearer, Mary Pickford, Marie Dressler. So, cool. yeah, absolutely. All right, contemporize, man. Um, <laughs> our next one is, well, I say contemporize, and it's a star whose peak was maybe 20 years ago. Nev Campbell. Oh, yeah. She was like the it girl for a good stretch there in the 90s. Yeah. And, and a good it girl. Yeah. Like, like, she was a talented performer. She was a good actor. No? I never liked her work. No? And I also hear she's a lovely person. Yes. Uh, she did some film work here in Halifax. Mm-hmm. and I never personally met her, but some folks that uh, I work with, she frequented an establishment and uh, said she was a fantastic human being. Oh, nice. Good to know. No, I've heard the same thing, actually. Yeah. She uh, subletted with some friends of mine when she was here working on that movie, and they said the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, way to go, Heather. Way to hate on Canada's nicest actor, and 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 that can, <laughs> and that can influence your your voting too. If if you you know have heard they're nice people, and actually in my semi limited research is we we've actually, we've actually got a lot of people that are reported as being quite nice. I, I need to we take a second Canadian. to back her up. Not a fan. The, not a fan. And uh, I additionally, as a uh, horror movie connoisseur, find these Scream series of films just frustratingly overrated mm-hmm. and uh, do not think she is in contention with uh, horror's great final girls quote unquote. The Heather Langenkamps of the bunch. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I like the first scream but I, that was it. No, I, I think, yeah. The, yeah, the first scream was fun because I think it was also like the first decent horror movie that had come out in a long time. Mm. You know, like a sort of contemporary horror movie that was actually sort of... Mainstream yeah. speaking. Yeah, okay. Part of my problem, I don't want my horror movies to be cute. Don't stop trying to be cute. Stop trying to wink at me. Scare the shit out of me or fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they definitely went for the meta thing, which oh, sucks yeah. a lot of the, like, some of the suspense and terror out of it when you know that they know that you know. Yeah, they, and they, they did milk the hell out of that. Yeah. Our last nominee at this portion... Don't forget, we're adding a last four to make it a nice even fifty. Um, is uh, Pamela Anderson? And Heather just threw up on the floor. <laughs> I am going. She's to, an actor. <laughs> I'm going to devil ad, devil's advocate her for her. what she did early in her career, and we'll, we'll talk about uh, Home Improvement and and Baywatch. She did, especially on Home Improvement, exactly what she was supposed to do and what she was directed to do and what she was cast to do. Um, I'm not going to mention the the barbed wires and the later stuff, but I think early on, especially on Home Improvement, she was very solid at at playing the role she played. There was actually, uh, after all of that, when she sort of became self-aware, she did that, what was it, VIP? Mm, the, yes. the, the spy protection agency thing, where she was right. kind of pumped not some the fun. worst show I've ever so, seen. Right? Definitely and not the like, worst show i had some seen. fun with some of this, you know, previously established things about mm-hmm. her. And, you know, if this is your favorite Canadian actor... Well, I'm sure there's some people out there with reasons for her to be their favorite at the very yeah. least. Yeah, and let's and let's be fair, it is favorite, it's not greatest. I mean, on the greatest scale, I would not put her in the same ring as Christopher Plummer. I think that's <laughs> insulting to both of them. But uh, Christopher Plummer might not complain though. 
No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so that's, uh, yeah, so our, our new nominees, <laughs> really quickly, Jim Carrey, Mike Myers, Will Arnett, Bruno Gerussi, Kim Cattrall, Lauren Green, Matthew Perry, Calm Fiore, Norma Shearer, Marie Dressler, Nev Campbell, and Pamela Anderson. And that is it for our regular nominees. We have 46 actors. All right. Now, is anyone excited to get results from our first three face-to-faces? Yes, definitely. Yes, very much so. <laughs> Thank you wholeheartedly, everyone that voted. Um, a special thanks to, uh, there were some, for the lack of a better term, some fan groups that uh, may spread the word and, and, and let it be known that uh, their, their guy or gal were up uh, for contention on this one. I, I would uh, like to point out that while I am unofficially engaged with the Michael Ironside Facebook group, Mm-hmm. They do not know I take part in this podcast. Okay, very good. No tainting. No, no, absolutely. I no have spread the word to. I um, I wore my producer hat more than my Mary Pickfordite hat, um, <laughs> and and tried to spread the word everywhere I could. And again, uh, just a, a quick ask to listeners: if you know someone who is a huge fan of one of these individuals. In most cases, I think the big fan wants to uh, work to get their person through. I, I think that's just human nature um we've had a couple of fan groups really jump on board and and spread the word amongst their followers and members and it's been it's made a huge difference in in our numbers um especially on the voting side of things so now i'm going to give some results from our first three face-offs our first face-off was dan's nominee against heather's nominee that's right oh yeah donnelly Rhodes against tantu cardinal this one come down to one Vote. What? Dun, dun, dun. One vote. Winning with 52% of the voting public, Tantu Cardinal. <laughs> and Donnelly Rhodes will be going into the wild card bin, and Ms. Cardinal is moving on to round two. So we'll see you in 2021. So, uh, Heather, Dan, any comments on this uh, first face off? I knew I had the superior pick. Hmm. You're good. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I accidentally also signed in with several other emails. <laughs> several libraries in the city with different IP addresses and voted, but I still lost, so. To be honest, that was the first one. We didn't have as many people following along mm-hmm. and stuff, so we did have a low turnout. But regardless, congratulations, Heather, and congratulations, Tantu Cardinal. Our second one was Matt and myself, Mary Pickford and Michael Ironside. Mm-hmm. And that one was won by Mary Pickford. Hey. 64% Ooh. to 36%. Wow. Okay. Outrageous. <laughs> Outrageous. Just like to point out that the ladies are in the lead so far. True. It's been a good, uh, good first round for the ladies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was, uh, it started out not close at all. And uh, the steam was rolling for Mr. Ironside late in the voting period so I, I sort of have a sense if it had gone for another week or two it may have flipped the other way but I'm not not quite sure so goes Mr. Ironside's career I suppose yeah yeah well he'll be in the wild cards and if there is a wild card it's certainly Mr. Ironside um, so we'll see how that goes um, and our final one was um, Mark's Ryan Reynolds against Melanie's Keanu Reeves oh. I'm not ready for one of these to be out. This one was uh, our by far most popular voting. This one was also made open on Facebook, which I'll be doing from further from now on with all the voting. 
Um, and this one was uh, quite a landslide, actually, for Keanu Reeves. Ooh. 85% to 15%. Wow. Not overly surprised that the boyfriend of the internet won an internet <laughs> poll. <laughs> and Ryan Reynolds, of course, will be going to the wildcard uh, bin for uh, for later consideration. And I would argue that of our three wildcards, he might be uh, the most obvious strong <laughs> contender for that spot at the end of round one it was a bit of a clash of the titans there but absolutely yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, I, yeah I do right. feel that ryan reynolds would have completely destroyed a lot of the other nominees as well i, w- I would like to renew my uh my 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 two cents <laughs> that i uh, keanu reeves is not canadian <laughs> we have a few now that are in that same situation and i mean the only True solution. We they've they've passed our muster, um, but voters who feel the same way could perhaps not vote or vote for who Keanu's against. I, I absolutely accept being in the wrong side of the majority <laughs> on this issue. We've all been at one point or another, but that is a hot a hot button topic. Um, Canadian by birth versus Canadian by. I've been saying Canadian by choice. I don't know if that's insulting, but I like saying chosen Canadian or <laughs> Canadian by choice um, for Maury Chaikin and now Matthew Perry and uh, Calm, whatever his name is. You know, it's good to have them on the. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's good to have them on the list myself. Really quickly, some <laughs> stats. Uh, let's see. Ontario, of our 46 we have now, Ontario is 21, Quebec 5, British Columbia 4, Alberta 3, Manitoba 2, Saskatchewan 2, New Brunswick 1, Nova Scotia 1, Newfoundland 1, outside of the country chosen Canadians is 6, and a big FU to PEI with 0, and the territories with 0. Our oldest born is now Marie Dresler, born in 1869. Um, our oldest living is Gordon Pinsent at 89, and our youngest is Ellen Page at 32. Hmm. So we'll be back shortly with our new face-offs for the new year, some thoughts and predictions, and our four final additions to our nomination list. So to round this off and make it a nice even fitty, um, we've got our four panelists here, Matt, Mark, Dan, and Heather, are going to throw in one more nominee to, uh, to give us a nice, a nice round number of 50. So uh, we don't know who they've picked. Um, they've just done it themselves during our little, uh, little break we took that you didn't experience. And we're going to pair these four off uh, in face-offs somewhere down the line. So Christine is going to randomize, right? Yeah, so um, the first name randomly drawn out of the hat to present is Matt. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, my, my selection is uh, something so, some, somebody whose name has been mentioned in the whispers. I have selected Sarah Polly for my uh, selection. She, has, she made the Dawn of the Dead remake. I grew up with her on Road and Lee, and Sweet Her After was Wicked. Tremendously good, only in a few scenes, but the Adams... Uh, miniseries. Did you ever see the John Adams miniseries on HBO? No. She plays one of his daughters. She's very good. Neat. And correct me if I'm wrong, but she's focusing on directing now, right? 
She is, yes. That's yes. my understanding. Yeah. All right, the next person <laughs> randomly drawn is also going to be the person paired up with Matt's nominee. That person is Heather. Okay, my choice, which might be a little strange going up against Sarah Polly, maybe not. Um, possibly lesser known, Wayne Robson. Wayne was on um, the Red Green Show for years. He's basically that one of those Canadian actors who you've seen in almost everything. Like, he just shows up in everything. But he is in my heart because he's in my favorite Christmas movie, One Magic Christmas. <laughs> All right. And the um, next person is going to be Mark. I would like to nominate uh, one Nathan Fillion. Uh, known largely for Firefly, uh, which if you haven't seen it, you have to, uh, but also pops up in a crazy amount of things. Uh, I think he kind of fits in with the vibe of everyone else I've nominated so far. My, my tastes are becoming really apparent and narrowed, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and our last one who will be paired up with Nathan Fillion is from Dan. Uh, my nominee, uh, who made my long list, but I, I didn't mention him in the first episode, um, his, is a part of the Canadian vernacular when someone asks where Dave is and they reply that Dave is not there. Man. I'm, man. <laughs> I'm talking about, of course, Mr. Tommy Chong. And uh, I actually, my, my favorite... Uh, uh, joke I used to have when I, I used to live in Japan and I used to say man a lot because we say man a lot in the East Coast and then someone said to me like why do people from Nova Scotia say man all the time and my response was Tommy Chong is our leader <laughs> <laughs> man I, I had Corsican brothers stuck in an old VCR <laughs> it wouldn't come out so 90% of my Tommy Chong knowledge comes from Corsican brothers oh that that album I I think it's uh, Up in Smoke was the movie. I think it's just uh, it's just Cheech and Chong. I listened to that album growing up like a thousand times, and I can still do half of those skits. Like Let's Make a Dope Deal. <sighs> Dave's not here. Yeah. Um, the one where they go to the drive-in. I mean, those two are just like comic geniuses. So we have now fifty nominees, twenty-five face-offs. Three of them have already been done. So what I did before the show was I randomized and uh, I randomized our list and got... Some of them don't seem it, but there's certainly a, a random breakdown of our face-offs for the rest of round one. And then throwing in these four in two sets of face-offs. We're going to have our first episode back. We'll have two, uh, two face-offs. Two, mm -hmm. two sets of two. The first one, it's comedy gold. It's going to be... Leslie Nielsen against Jim Carrey. Mark, you'll be presenting Leslie Nielsen. Any thoughts? Uh, I'm pretty excited for this matchup, actually. Like, uh, come from different generations, the two of them, but still somehow their sort of peak years almost overlap. Mm. You know, like Leslie Nielsen's back end when he was really killing it ends up... Uh, <laughs> Leslie Nielsen's uh, arse end, as it were. No, sorry. <laughs> ah. Yeah, uh, towards the, the the back end of Leslie Nielsen's career, he had a lot of spoof, success with spoof movies and stuff, and that's just around the time Jim Carrey was getting really hot. So uh, I think this one's going to be tough for uh, a lot of the voters involved. Dan? 
Uh, Jim Carrey. Uh, when I grew up, I wanted to be a stand-up comic, and Jim Carrey was one of those guys that I like loved. Uh, Living Color, he was hilarious. Um, he had a special before he got into the movies as well, and I used to watch that all the time. I don't know what the title of it is. Um, but I think that he, uh, his strongest performance was Dumb and Dumber. Lloyd is hilarious. And he had some pretty good dramatic work too um, later on in his career. And now he's just extremely interesting and mm. bearded. <laughs> very bearded. Very, be- very, very interesting fellow. And the second one on that episode will be uh, Raymond Burr against Jay Baruchel, and Heather will be presenting Jay Baruchel. Yes, I will. And Christine will be presenting Raymond Burr. This is going to be my first opportunity to present on one of our nominees, so I'm very excited about that. I'm super excited, especially you reading about Raymond Burr and hearing what cherries you, you, you pick from that tree. It's, mm. it's going to be really interesting. <laughs> Matt, you and I are uh, just going to be hanging. I love it. But can I take a moment? Please. It is unfair for me to continue to press the fact that I think Keanu Reeves is not Canadian. I would like to <laughs> cheerfully withdraw my comments from before <laughs> and and uh, and uh, go back to my previous statements mentioned on episode one that I will leave my personal objections about this at the door. <laughs> Attaboy. <laughs> Conformity. <laughs> yeah. Um, finally, I'd like to ask the uh, members of the panel, Christine and myself, to just think for a moment of, you've heard all the nominees. You know who's nominated now. Got all 50 on the mind. Who in your mind is going to win this thing? And I want you to keep that thought in your head because I'm going to get you to email it to me later tonight. And as we go through this process, as we lose your person, I want you to announce that's who I thought was going to win because we're only going to have one winner here. If we lose that person. <laughs> and that's quite possible, yeah. And it doesn't have to be your own nominee. It doesn't have to be anyone you even like. Just my opinion has not changed since day one. Will there be any wagers going up here? Well, yeah, we can do that offline, though. <laughs> then it becomes like an internet gambling thing. And, you know, I, I don't think Bodog has handicapped it yet. So. <laughs> you, you would be surprised at the stuff that you can bet online. It oh, can get ridiculous. Pro wrestling, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do we have a way to open it, open up to like phone calls, like people that could call we absol- in? And absolutely. Like, no, but I mean, like people that might have some questions, or people who might be like, well, "I think that you guys are way off track, or you guys are doing." You know, well, like, so you know? so, so it would be difficult for us to people's. do a live conversation over okay. the phone. However, I would absolutely encourage people to send like voice memo files in because I would love to include some of those in the show. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And 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 we did get one voice clip but it was from an eight-year-old child that I own. Um, <laughs> it was from my son talking about Rick Moranis, um, and it was garbled, and you could hear me talking in the background about dishes and stuff as he was recording it. So we decided we're going to wait until he's up on the, uh, the chopping block. So Rick Moranis, not my son. <laughs> <laughs> so, Heather, we have three episodes in the can, and this one is pretty darn close. Any thoughts about the podcast or nominees anything like that um i think it's been a pretty solid few episodes i think the nominees that we've got are pretty interesting and interesting uh pairs going up against each other it's gonna be interesting yeah it's gonna be a hoot and holler it's gonna be a hoot and a holler yeah dan um 
Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It's a good time. Uh, I think we've got a solid list. I'm seeing some definite trends in mm. uh, Canadian actors. We are funny people, yeah. and we like to work with other funny people because I think half the people on this list have, well, except for you know, the I did Mary not, Pickfords of the world. I did not understand at first that you were referring to yourself and your peers <laughs> oh. at this table <laughs> as the funny people. But I think no. you're all very funny, and I really have enjoyed you know spending time with you and recording this podcast. That's right. Matt, any thoughts? Michael Ironside was robbed. <laughs> okay? I understand that Michael Ironside it plays a piece of shit. So you believe he's a piece of shit, you don't want to vote for a piece of shit. No one does. But you need to understand that you not voting for him because you hate him means he did his job too well. <laughs> Shame on you. And yeah, that one was a very white hat, black hat uh, situation. Mm. I mean, we had the, the, the girl with the curls against uh, even the guy who's even his advocate said he's a piece of shit asshole and I don't like him. See you and, at the uh, party, Richter. <laughs> <laughs> Mark. Well, uh, as for Matt's last comment, I mean, I think it's very Canadian that the white hat won out. We're mm -hmm. a bit of a nation of uh, baby faces, so mm -hmm. I'm not overly <laughs> surprised by that one. But uh, yeah, as far as the year has gone, uh, this has been a lot of fun and really interesting getting to getting to dig into all these different mm -hmm. actors and, and, you know, find out all these things that I never knew before. And uh Really excited to see how everyone matches up and, and how we get into the, the little face-offs. So we'll be back with right. some uh, face-offs. Mm -hmm. And the full list of face-offs will be available at our Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash favecanpod. And that's F-A-V-E-C-A-N-P-O-D, favecanpod. You can follow us on Twitter at favecanpod, F-A-V-E-C-A-N-P-O-D, <laughs> favecanpod. We are on SoundCloud. What's the name of the show again? How do you spell fave can pod? Uh, F-A-V-E-C-A-N-P-O-D. We are also on SoundCloud. It is soundcloud.com slash your favorite Canadian. Oh. Don't forget the you, your favorite right. Canadian. And we're on iTunes and Stitcher as well. Um, I recommend first and foremost... Come to our Facebook site. You can get all information about our nominees and other things Canadian entertainment related. And also vote there. So, uh, yeah. Join the dozens who have come to our Facebook page. <laughs> so, Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, iTunes. Is that everybody? Stitcher. And Stitcher. And Stitcher, right. yeah. Okay, sounds good. And I might sneak a few things up on YouTube, but it wouldn't be new content. Perfect. All right. So, Mark, Heather, Matt, and Dan, thank you again for uh, for weighing in on this here episode. All right. That's it for uh, episode four. And wherever you are, and whenever you are, <laughs> thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.